The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today is Monday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. This is Father Stephen Reynolds, the pastor of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Catholic Church in Houston, Texas. The first reading from today's Mass is taken from the first book of Kings. It describes the dedication of the Temple of Solomon, which the son and successor of King David had built on the highest point in Jerusalem. The central act of dedication is described. King Solomon and the entire community of Israel present for the occasion sacrificed before the ark sheep and oxen, too many to number or count. The priests brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place beneath the wings of the cherubim in the sanctuary, the holy of holies of the temple. The Ark of the Covenant was built according to a design given by God to Moses. It was a simple wooden box, covered in gold, and carried by the priests on special poles. Inside were the tablets of stone with the Ten Commandments, Aaron's rod, which he had used to perform many miracles in his lifetime, and a container of manna, which had sustained the Israelites during their journeying in the desert. A tent was also constructed during the Exodus, and the ark was placed there during the entirety of that sojourn up until the time of King David. Following the last wishes of his father, King Solomon built a permanent temple for the ark, and it remained there until the temple was destroyed 370 years later. After that, the ark was lost, and no one knows what happened to it. But it doesn't really matter, except as an interesting archaeological question. Because the Ark has served its purpose, and has been surpassed by a new Ark of the Covenant, which is identified with the Blessed Virgin Mary, and with the Church herself. The original Ark contained symbols of God, but Mary contained in her womb God incarnate. The Church is also an Ark, and that she carries the Word of God and the sacraments of God to the new people of God. There's a beautiful scene in the first reading after the temple is dedicated. We read, When the priests left the holy place, the cloud filled the temple of the Lord, so the priests could no longer minister because of the cloud, since the Lord's glory had filled the temple of the Lord. Later rabbis would refer to this manifestation as the Shekinah, which denotes the dwelling or settling of the glory of the Lord in a particular place. Its ultimate expression is at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit, in the form of fire, descends upon the disciples in the upper room. Our liturgy makes reference to the manifestation of the glory of God in cloud and flame through a number of ancient signs. For example, in ancient Rome, the main altar of a church was often covered by a, a baldacchino, a structure of four tall columns supporting a roof or canopy, which symbolized the cloud of glory in the temple and the descent of the Holy Spirit. The most famous example of this structure is over the high altar in St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. Also, the use of incense in the Mass is a direct connection to the worship in the Jerusalem temple. Incense is a sign of sacrifice since it's totally consumed by fire. It also represents our prayers rising to heaven in imitation of the fragrant smoke. And the incense is also a sign of the richness and glory that comes from God 
and that is offered back to God. Of course, the most important temple is the living temple of the soul in the state of grace. St. Peter refers to Christians as temples, since by the grace of God we become dwelling places of the Holy Trinity. So let's take great care of the temples of our souls, so that in all things we might give glory to God. God bless you.